What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 57 of the Fight Library. On this episode, we have your boy, Eric Anders, fighting at UFC 236 on the Max Holloway Dustin Poirier 2 card. He is taking on Khalil Roundtree at light heavyweight on April 13th. It's going to be a barn burner of a fight. This is a great episode. Eric's a cool guy. We talk a little football in the beginning, so y'all are going to have to suck it up on that, but we got to talk shop, so... I'm excited about this. Um, if you like this episode, please drop a sub. If you love this episode, drop a review. It's great for the channel. Enough chatter. I know y'all listening and y'all want to hear your boy. So go ahead and let me play this music. First off, um, Eric, thanks for coming on the show, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I got a couple questions for you, man. First of all, um, how, how does that closing game feel? Ah uh, man, you know when you know with uh you know the the world was due for a change for a change of the guard for a little bit. You know, Bama's been on top so long, man, that's one of the hardest things. And you can look at any dynasty across sports, any you know, boxer, you know, combat sport athlete or anything like that. Man, once you're on top, man, everybody's got that bullseye on your back. So, you know, it's yeah. hard to, to stay on top, to stay hungry and you know, and, and you know, Clint Hunson, you know, they they came, they showed their ass, man. You know, they picked sixes, and you know, their defense played lights out. The offense played well. You know, special teams. You know, they won the game on all on you know every facet of the game. And the thing that yeah. I was most shocked about is that you know usually teams aren't in shape enough to hang with Bama in the third, late third, you know, start of the fourth quarter. So if the game okay, is even close. You know, Bama always runs away at the end, but, you know, Clemson, you know, did their thing. They showed up. They showed out. And, uh, you know, kudos to them. Hey, y'all going to be back next year. You know, Davo Sweeney's a Bama guy, so, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 me and my pops done talked about it. Me and my pops done talked about it. Once Nick Saban retires, Davo's going to Alabama. It's going to be another 10 years of losing. Oh, you already know. That's right. You already know. Man, so check it out, bro. You, you were a football guy at first, man. Do you feel like that? helps in your MMA does like I mean because Saban's one of the he's probably the greatest coach of all time do you find that his teachings still carry over to your career in MMA and mixed martial arts now uh yeah not so much like the uh like there's not a lot of technique and, and movement that's the same from you know I play linebacker so there's not yeah. a whole lot of you know it's not like a wrestler who's been doing double legs his whole life or nothing like that <laughs> but you know football kind of Especially the way I play, it kind of gives you that grit and that that oh that forward pressure and that you know always in somebody's grill kind of thing. And, you know that's what I bring to the table when I fight as well. You know, there's a lot of guys that I fought that you know have been doing this a lot longer than I have that I was able to beat because you know uh, that forward pressure it's suffocating. You know, got to be the work ethic too, man. And guys kind of break mentally uh, before they do physically, so you know, and I'm able to capitalize on that. That's that's one of my favorite things when I watch you fight, man. Like the Santos fight, for example, you took that on how many days' notice? And I mean, six days' notice, six days notice at a new weight class. Uh, you know, the fight didn't go your way, but dude, you left everything in the cage, and that's that's what I respect most out of a fighter: leaving it all in the cage and doing everything that they can, man. Yeah, another quick note. Uh, I think I fought better against Santos than everybody else who's had a full camp for him. So Yeah, know, I, I think, think so, too. <laughs> I, 
I think so too, man. He, he's getting he's getting a shot now. Y- your next fight was against Elias, and that didn't go your way either. Um, but that was back at middleweight, and now you're fighting Roundtree at light heavyweight. Is light heavyweight going to be your new division? Man, you know I don't care about weight weight divisions. You know the lowest I can go is one eighty five. But man, you know I fight anybody. You know two thirty is between one eighty five and two thirty. So. I wouldn't even mind taking me a heavyweight fight at some point. <laughs> oh, hey, that'd be wild. That'd be wild. So uh, you're fighting Roundtree, and, and he's coming off a loss to Johnny Walker, who, who's, who's tearing up everybody right now. Uh, what are you doing in, in order to prepare for uh, Khalil and his attempt to, you know, bounce back? Uh, man, you know, I'm just doing what I do. You know, I'm working on everything. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, getting better at my strengths and my weaknesses and, you know, developing and, you know, an overall skill set. Um, you know, uh, you know, Khalil and uh, what's his name, Johnny Walker. You know, I kind of see that as a mulligan because, man, Johnny Walker's six six. Yeah. You know, he he possesses tools that the, you know and skills that I don't have. So for me to look at the Johnny Walker film and think that I'm gonna do that to surround tree in that fashion, you know, I think I'd be fooling myself. You know, I don't have yeah. that leverage. I'm not that long. I'm not that tall. You know, that's not my fighting style. So, you know, I really don't so much look at that fight uh, as I do other fights that he's been in, particularly against Southpaws. So, you know, um, I I think I do everything well. You know, I can strike, wrestle, just grapple, do all that cage work. So, you know, uh, anywhere the fight goes, I'm going to be comfortable. You know, he's super dangerous in those those, uh, early minutes of of the round. But yeah. it's been shown to, to fade a little bit. So there'll be a bit of a storm to weather. But I think the longer the fight goes on, the more it goes in my favor. Right, right. Now, let me ask you this back to uh, UFC versus football. How do you how do you compare mixed martial arts to football? Do you find you enjoy fighting more than in football or what? Yeah, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy MMA more than I do more than I ever did football. You know, when I was growing up, football is all I knew. I played other sports and stuff too, but you know, I just knew that football, you know, stood my best chance of being my ticket out, going to college, doing all these things that, you know, people told me I needed to do uh, growing up and whatnot. So I knew that football would be the would be the ticket. Um, so, you know, of course, you know, I thought that I was going to play in the NFL for 20 years and, you know, retire uh, a multimillionaire. But, you know, uh, it just weren't in the cards. So, you know, I had to find another way. Uh, it's it's got to it's got to be that drive to compete, man. I mean, when when it when it's put in you from a young age. Like I played basketball in high school, um, and that was my thing. I couldn't make the college team because you know, I mean, that's just wasn't in the cards for me either. But it's this thing to compete, and like when I practice jujitsu, I feel that fight, that 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 drive to just compete, come back. It's got to be the same for you, huh? Yeah, that's you know, and that's the one hundred percent the reason I got into the sport. I didn't get into you know. MMA. I first started doing jujitsu just because I wrestled a little bit in high school and I really liked it, like the individual aspect of it. And uh, you know, I was like, man, you know, I just want to do this. Um, now, you know, I, I played football my whole life, and now I'm working a regular nine to five. Come home, sleep, work, come home, you know, repeat. I just, you know, didn't like the lifestyle that I was living, so I walked to a gym and. Uh, I did a little jujitsu, and I was like, man, I'm gonna try MMA, man. See what that'd be like, just to blow off some steam. Because, man, there's no, I don't, I don't, I haven't found a better way to relieve stress than to like hit mitts or hit the bag or whatever. 
So I walk into a gym, uh, and I met Walt Harris through, from around the way, and uh, he was like, come to the gym. Alright, so I came to the gym, and the coach comes up to me, he's like, you know, can you fight? You know, I'm five out of six, uh, and I got five brothers and sisters. Uh, grew up, you know, fighting in the streets and whatnot, and I said, hell yeah, I can fight. And then, I'm not even sure if I had a mouthpiece, but he made me go spar uh, Walt, Walt Harris, and uh, needless to say, did not go my way. It's Walt Harris, he's huge. You know, I fell in love with it right then and there, man. I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew this was going to be my path. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I just thought it would be fun. You know, I got developed a whole new skill set. I was still, yeah, I was like 24, I think, when I started. Uh, you know, so I, I just knew that that was going to be my, not one, you know, stress reliever, uh, you know, from, from sitting at a desk all day, I'll drive you insane. I mean insane anyway. Some people like it. Uh, and two, it would be a different avenue, you know, because I didn't want to live a conventional lifestyle. I didn't want to wake up, go to work, work all day, punch a clock, you know, kind of be a drone. I kind of wanted freedom to go do, travel, do whatever I wanted to do. You know, now I have that freedom. Right. Love it, man. One more question for you. You got, you're on the main, big card, man. You got Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway fighting for the, uh, the interim, um, lightweight strap. Give me your take on that fight. Man, that's a hard fight for me to pick because both guys have developed so much since the last time they fought. Yeah. You know, both guys are real cool and respectful, so it's not like, you know, he's an asshole, so I don't want him to win kind of thing. Right. Um, but then I just think that uh, since Dustin Poirier moved up to 55, I just, man, he's been on a tear and, you know, he's been killing it. So, you know, I, I think that uh, he's super hungry. He's got that chip on the shoulder. You know, Matt, you know, he's already had, he's already got the belt, the featherweight belt, you know. So he's kind of sitting at the top of the hill, you know what I mean? You know, he's well fed. I feel yeah. like Dustin Poirier is, you know, hungry. he got that chip and it's going to bring, bring that into the cage with him. I like Dustin. He's a Louisiana guy. He's a Louisiana guy. I got to pull for him. But I like Max, too. It's, it's hard. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Are you going for Max? I, I no, don't think he's one of the best bets. I'm not putting that fight on my parlay. I'm telling you that. I'll tell you this. What I'll do before the fight is I'll flip a coin, and I'll text you who I picked from the coin flip. How's that sound? All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it's going to come down to, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a good fight, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, brother. Do me uh, do, do me a favor real quick. First of all, you got any shout-outs? Uh, man, shout-out to, you know, Factory X, SBG Alabama, everybody's somebody preparing for this fight, and uh, Infinite CBD and Rev Gear for, you know, keeping things moving. Oh, one more question I forgot. I, I wanted to ask you. You said you'll fight anybody, any weight class, right? Yeah. yeah. What about your guy from Alabama, Deontay Wilder? You going to go ahead and – Hop in the cage with him? Hey, man, for, for boxing money, dude, I'll fight any boxer on this planet for the amount of money those guys get paid, man. <laughs> Not even a question. <laughs> Not even a question. <laughs> that, 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 that jackpot is worth the reward. I might shoot a double leg on Deontay. Scrawny uh, <laughs> leg, you might get it. Yeah, I just got to set the tone, you know, let them know I'm in here. Cool, man. Well, drop me your social media real quick. Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, Eric Anders, E-R-Y-K-A-N-D-E-R-S, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and good luck in a couple weeks. I'll be rooting for you. Hey, appreciate it, brother.
No problem, dude. Later. All right, Eric, such a cool guy. I really enjoyed that interview, and I'm excited to see him take on round three. Um, it's going to be a fantastic fight. So, guys, I appreciate everyone that listened. Make sure y'all get at Eric on social media. These fighters, they, 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 they thrive on that. They get sponsorships based on that. So give them a follow on everything you can. Like, comment, retweet, do it all. Also, check out Swamp Stank, the best band in the world. Swamp Stank provides all the music for this podcast. Um, their new single, Christ Eyes, is out on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere else. Also, follow us on social media, Blaine Henry MMA. Um, you can follow me on Fight Library, on Twitch, and YouTube. And also, Kicks and Kimuras on Facebook, and Fight Library with an underscore on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch y'all next episode. Later.